is falling in this house. Miracles are happening here, Lord. There's an expectation in our hearts. Something mighty is going to happen in this place. We ask you, receive all the glory. If you're able to, just take your seat, if you're able to. If you're on the floor, stay on the floor, that's fine. As you take your seat, lift those hands to Him. Who is worthy. Every eye closed, every hand lifted to Him. Right now, we yield everything we are to you. We heal our members to you. We ask you, have your way. Have your way. You promise in your word that you will fill those who are hungry and thirsty after righteousness. This is our prayer. Every eyes closed, every hand lifted, hear me. The power of God just hit me. I feel the glory of God all over me. God wants to do something for you. We know you here, Lord. We honor you. As always, we vow. We will never look to a man. We will always look to Jesus. It will always be about you. Receive your glory. Receive the honor. For it is written, you have received a name which is above every other name. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Spirit of God, come and reveal Him to the hearts of men. Hear me as you healed, as you healed right now. He'll touch you. Right now, you have to make up your mind. I'm not going to allow offense to take me away from the presence of God. I'm here for nobody. I'm here for Him. I'm here for Jesus. Make up your mind right now. I'm not leaving this place as I came. Make up your mind right now. I'm not going to let Jesus walk past without touching the hem of His garment. My God is power here. There's power in this place. There's power here. Romo <laughs> Oh, ha,
I worship you for this Lord. Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. on him focus on Jesus see him Jesus oh my God is why we here I honor you for this Lord oh Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> oh, all the worship, all the adoration is yours. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive it right now. Listen to me. True revival is that the divine moment when God bursts upon the scene and reveals His glory. That moment is here. It's right now. For too long have we used the word revival and had no means of what it means Revival is not an event, it should be a lifestyle. It should some be something that we press upon. It's not just an emotional touch. It is a complete takeover. Revival is not just an emotional touch. It is a complete takeover. And according to your word, we will never be the same again. According to your word, everything that touches the river shall live. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Revival is God revealing Himself to men in awesome holiness and power. So today we declare that this is holy ground. This is holy ground. Revival awakens our hearts. And He brings forth an increased awareness of the presence of God. So today it's not about us. Forget about the time. This is revival, saints. This is not McDonald's. We don't care about time. We care about something. And this something is the only thing. When you stand before the throne of God one day, that will matter. And that's the presence of Jesus. In revival, God is preparing us for the hour that we will, we will step into a time where time no longer matters. So this, we are in your time right now. And we give you glory. We give you glory. Can you feel in here? Can you feel the presence of the Lord here right now? Do you feel Him? There's nothing like Him. Hear me right now, this is not. 30 days will not be your normal Sunday meetings. The house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. And the Bible says so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house. Come on, the glory of the Lord has filled the house. But now He's moving me to another one. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord saying, for He is good and His mercies endure forever. Something happened when they started praising and worshipping God. 120 of them, by the way, the Bible says in one accord. This is why revival will always happen when there's no division. But when there's unity, everybody has the same thing in mind. What thing in mind? I'm not going home as I came in Jesus' name. I'm not, come on, I'm not leaving this place as I came. The atmosphere will shift. Come on, today is the day that we're going to praise God. Okay, maybe you're this side. This is the day we're going to praise God and we're going to worship Him in one. And as we worship Him, heaven will respond. God's glory cloud shall fill the place. And the Bible says they fell to their faces on the ground. Why to their faces? Because He's so holy they couldn't look upon Him. That's what happens when people come expecting, come in unity. What happens? The cloud of God's glory starts to linger in their place. How many of you feel something heavy on you right now? It's not burdens, but it's like a... That's the Kabbat glory of the Lord. Listen to me right now. If you're stuck in religion, I'm, I'm, I come against every spirit of religiosity right now. I take authority over that lying demon in the name of Jesus Christ. He's calling you to his own heart. Religion cannot get you there. Come on. I said religion cannot get you there. This church is not a denomination. There is, come on, a movement of God's Spirit where He's the King of kings and the Lord of 
Lord. Come on, and a brighter morning star. This is what this is. This is not just another church service. Listen to me. This preacher standing in front of you is hungry for a move of God. Lord, let it be one more move in my generation. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Tell your religious self, Hallelujah. God is in this place. And when God shows up, things change. This is what I want to tell you right now. You can't speak about revival if you sit here with an offended heart. If you're an offended heart, it means that offense is a guilty conscience. You sit in offense and God walks past and he touches the person next to you. It's time that we forget what people think about me. Oh, it's time that we get to a place of maturity in the Lord that says, I don't care what the world says. I know who I am in God. The apple of his eye. I did not come for the pastor. I did not come for the musicians. I did not come for my neighbor. I came to celebrate the goodness of God. And as we praise together, the glory of God shall come down in this place. I'm not just speaking about something. This is something I live. I said I live this every single day of my life. If I start to pray His glory is there, I'm smacked down with my face on the floor. I've got my kids telling me, I've heard you, I heard you cry last night. They did not say, I heard you open up a bottle last night. I heard you beat on mom last night. They, they, oh no. they did not say, I heard you break down the house last night. They said, I heard you pray last night in the glory of God. What a testimony. My dad is a praying dad. My mother is a praying woman of God. And then his glory shows up. And then what happens? Then you change forever. Everything is different. Now, if you understand what happened right here, two things. These guys knew how to worship the Lord. I want to tell you a quick story. I haven't said this. They were keep breaking into this church week after week after week, a couple of times. And then the one night God spoke to me and he said, come to the church. I knew I'm going to catch them. So myself and Tinas and two other guys, Dylan and uh, Philip, we came to church. We, f- we caught them red-handed, busy stealing while we ask one of them, what are you doing here? Listen to me. I'm not just making this up. The devil started manifesting in him. Like a snake on the floor. Growling. He said, you know what I'm doing here. I'm here to worship. That got me. So what he's basically saying, what Satan's basically saying, I'm here for your worship. Because if I have them, I have them. This is not worship, this is war. When we take the microphone and we worship God, it's not to sing a nice song, but it's to wage war in the heavenlies. This guy says, you know what I'm doing here. Rah. I fell on the floor right in front of him. I said, you devil, you come out of this man now. You're not even allowed to speak here. All right, and he started growling when he said, I'm here to worship. I know I knew one thing that Satan hates our worship because worship gets you. To, oh my God. Worship gets you to that holy of holies, that place where God dwells. The place where there's no fear, there's no anxiety, there's no stress, there's no want, there's no need, there's no sickness, there's no disease. 
People ask me, Vessel, how do you get people in the presence of God? The quickest way is make Jesus real. Take them to that place. Take me to that place. It's where I belong. I long to be with you. That's where you take them. There's nothing I want more but to seek your face and to feel your embrace. Take me to that place. So take me to that place. It's where I belong. My heart longs to be with you. Take me to that place. It's where I belong. My heart longs to be with you. There's nothing I want more but to seek your face, to feel your embrace. Take me to that place. There's nothing I want more but to seek your face, to feel your embrace. There's a deaf person here. Deaf ear, quickly, run to the front. Now, now. If you sit here with that deaf ear, you spit God in the face. Run out. God is going to open up that ear. I hear this in the spirit. Take me to that place, it's where I belong, I long to be with you. Take me to that place, it's where I belong. My God is by way. Leave over. It's by way, people. My God. Phew. I have to just release this out. That's this woman of your power, your fire, and your glory right now in Jesus' mighty name. You. Yes, tell me quickly. Which year? That one, yeah, that's what the Lord. How many years? How long is it that you've been deaf in that ear? A few years. Do you believe Jesus can heal you right now? All right. You spread off deafness. There we go. Woo, that's it. That's done. We're going to test it now. Yes. Tell me. How long? Two and a half years? What's here? Here? Fine. And who's here? Second with all two. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I come on. Deafness. Come out. <laughs> Open up. There we go. Brought me down. See what they say. <laughs> Do I have another mic? Can we have another mic here quickly? Her ears are pretty open. 20 years of deafness. Next one, different one. We're still trying to get the demon out of this one. Just bring anyone quickly. Bring the whole cable. Listen, if Jesus heals people, we have to get excited. We have to get excited. 20 years of deafness. And let me just say this free of charge. This is not the work of a man. I can't do this. This is Jesus. Let me switch off my microphone. quickly never again I rebuke it Whew, never again let's taste this ear oh the power of God sorry 
She can hear, trust me. One, two, one, two. One, two. Never again. Oh, never again. Just keep that microphone there. Never again. Yes, I have to put my hand there quickly. I just see this is what God shows me. That's his whole body, Lord. That's his whole body. I pray for new kidneys. Do you have any kidney problems that you know of? Your, your sister does. I ask the Lord right now, a creative miracle. Form new kidneys in a sister. In Jesus' name. There it goes. There it goes. I release it in the name of Jesus. Come on. This is holy, people. Yes. How long? Gone. Okay. Who brought her? Somebody here that's with her? Oh, you're there. Okay. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Come on, pray. You deaf mute spirit, you foul spirit of infirmity, I command you in the name of Jesus, come out of this body. Let it go right now. Let it go right now, you foul spirit. Creative miracle. New eardrums, Lord, I declare this. Open up. Say, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the Lord. Say glory. <laughs> now, Father, I thank you. You touch her from here to the soles of her feet. There's such power here. You know this? My God, give him all the praise, all the glory. You can take your seats. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Come on. Can we stand in the presence of God and give him a mighty hand of praise right now? Hallelujah. Is wonderful isn't Jesus glorious these signs shall follow those who believe they shall lay their hands on the sick and the sick shall recover they shall cleanse the lepers in my name if they believe come on this is what Jesus says they will raise the dead I said they will raise the dead they will cast out demons those who believe I said to Eileen last night while we were praying, God said to me, crazy miracles will happen. Crazy miracles will happen. So I'm going to get to the word. Are you ready? Come on, I declare 30 days of favor. 30 days of unexpected, unusual favor. Maybe you hear me. 30 days of supernatural, unusual favor. 30 days of miracles. 30 days of fire. All right, so these men that I just read scripture about, they knew how to worship God. They knew how to shift atmospheres. You see, atmospheres is very important when it comes to miracles. 
atmosphere is keys when it, key when it comes to miracles. You have to hear me right now. This is why faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When you preach the Word of God, what you do is you impregnate the atmosphere with expectation. So atmosphere is everything. This is why you create an atmosphere for the Lord to dwell in. Who understands that? You know, success, I believe, I, I believe that success in ministry is not the gifts. It's the presence of the Lord. And you understand something that you need to hear. That the overflow of Jesus, the love of Jesus will heal people. It will touch people. Our job is simply to change the atmosphere through worship, through adoration. And then you get into the Holy of Holies. So I want to I quickly teach on something right now. Two things happened when these people prayed. Two things happen always when it comes to revival. Something that will keep revival sustained is two things. Praise and worship, obviously, and in prayer. There was no revival in history that has not been birthed through prayer. Every single time there was a revival is because somebody prayed. There was a hunger. There was a thirst. If you study the ministry of Jesus, how he healed people, how he brought in miracles and breakthroughs, it came because people expected him to do something mightily. You don't just come to church and just sitting here and say, well, I've soothed my conscience. No, we come together because something, <laughs> something is going to happen. I'm expecting God to do something for me. I'll change forever. I'll never be the same again. So what I've seen when it comes to the presence of God, people don't know how to pray. You know, so many people ask me, they still teach us about the court. The court of the Lord. People think that the courts of God is some way that you walk in like this. And these doctrines out there that teaches us that when there's a situation that you have to, you use it like a court case and you, you have to write down letters, many, many letters to the Lord. And then you have to plead your case and you have to beg God. And if God is angry, you better run for it. But the Bible teaches me something else. The scripture teaches me that if you think about this, just in the natural, if I go to the court today, I have an advocate. What's the first thing the advocate tell you? Be quiet. Don't say anything. My job is representing you. I'll speak to the judge. Don't say anything. Come on, help me out. Where's the judges and the lawyers and the advocates in this place? Okay? Now the Bible says Jesus Christ is my advocate in heaven. This means I don't have to go and beg God's mercy. I have an advocate that stands in front of God Almighty. When God sees Jesus, He sees the accomplished work of the cross. He does no longer see my wrongs. My God, let me speak to you right now. He sees His Son. He sees the blood that was shed. You know what people do? We make the gospel so complicated. The power, you can write this down on your husband's forehead. Power comes through simplicity. When you keep it simple, stupid. You know, I have to understand, if I have something to give to the Lord, if I have something to fight in the courts of glory, first of all, the book of Hebrews teaches me that those who go to God must go with boldness to the throne of grace. Boldness does not mean I don't know who I am. I don't know what Jesus has done for me. Boldness means that I'm not approaching just a judge. You have to understand something, people. So many people see God the Father as judge only. But if you study the word, you'll not just find him as judge. You'll find him as father. I'm not standing in front of a man that don't know me. When I go to the throne of glory, I stand before my father. 
How many of you understand this? There's no more separation between me and Him. Jesus mended the, the, the enmity between me and God. Come on, I have, been, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. People think I can't go to the Lord because I have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Listen, there's no steps to the glory. There's only one. And Jesus is His name. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one goes to the Father but by Him. So we have access. Say access. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. Now, do you know what happens? Many people can't go to God because of conscience. Satan will tell you you're not good enough. Satan will tell you how bad you failed. But let me tell you what the Bible teaches me. How great Jesus prevailed. Okay, maybe you hear me. Satan will tell you how bad you failed. My Bible teaches me how much Jesus prevailed. So the quickest way to understand revival is me praying. It's you praying. It's not you praying until you are tired. It's you praying until the heavens open up. It's you praying until God wrestles with you. It's you, come on, walking out of this building with a limp. That's what it is. I, I can tell you this from my personal life. I've seen this. When you understand who God is and who you are in Him, the presence of God comes like this. Because, you know, a lot of people think that when you come into the presence of God, it's works. It's privilege. I always have in mind that when I go to God's throne, I have a representative. And Jesus Christ is His name. And imagine how powerful this is that the Bible says, you do not know how to pray. This is why I'll give you the Holy Spirit. He will pray through you. He will help you. This is why the Bible says you don't know how to pray. For the Spirit of God will pray right through you. I'm teaching you two things that sustains revival. This 30 days is not going to be 30 days. It's because we call it 30 days. It's going to come. The fire of God is going to come. The glory of God. The miracles is going to come through praise and worship and prayer. As we knock on heaven's doors, this is how it's going to happen. Do you get this? I can tell you this now for a fact. There will be nights that I'll stay on the property that I will not sleep. After the service, you go home. I spend my hours here in this building. The next night you step in, God is here already. I know that's what God told me to do. So please understand this, that to enter the presence of God, the Bible says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart, and I will enter his courts with praise. So the courtroom of God is not somewhere where I walk like this. I enter that place with praise. Why praise? I won. In other words, what does this mean? You won the court case. Most people don't cheer before the court case. They cheer after the court case. But the Bible says when I enter the court, my God, I enter with praise. This means that you won. It means that if you are born again, the righteous of God, the Bible says God will never withhold anything good from the righteous. How many people are righteous in this place? This is why when you stand before the righteous judge, it is yes and it's amen. You can praise your way right to the glory of God. So this is why he says, thanksgiving and praise. So I enter in his courts of praise. I'm excited. And that's what happens. Now suddenly, there's a shift in atmosphere, and adoration starts to take form in my heart. Now he reveals his person. Open up your Bibles with me to the book of Exodus. Chapter 33. Very important. Moses took his tent. The Bible says he pitched it outside of the camp. I have to just stop there again. 
The Bible says Moses took his tent. He did not put the tent up in the camp. He put his tent up outside the camp. You will always find the presence of God outside the religious camp. My God. Can I go on? Every time God wants to bless you, something he does, he makes it uncomfortable. He tells you, get from your comfort zone. Before he cut a covenant of Abraham, he said, get out of your land, from among your own people, leave your family, go to an uncomfortable place, where I will show you, there I will bless you. Same here. God says, you want my presence, my power? You'll have to get rid of the religious camp. Love all you want to. I'm pitching my two-man tent somewhere else. Outside the religious camp. I'm going to get to this. God always moves outside the religious camp. There's even places where Jesus could not perform much miracles because of people's unbelief. God is never in a place where religion is dwelling. God is in relationship. Please understand this. The Father that I serve is in relationship. When I call upon His name, He listens to me. The Bible says, while I still speak, He answers me. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp. Far, shout far. And he called it the tabernacle of meeting. You see, the Bible says if two more gather in his name, there he is in the midst. Did you just see what I just said? He said he took his tent, far off, called it the, the t- tabernacle, the place of meeting. Why? Because he and God, if two or more, God is there in the midst. He called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside of the camp. In other words, those with the tents intact did not experience God's glory. They had to go out of the comfort zones, walk towards the place where Moses pitched up tent. And there they found God. I did not find God in the religious circles. I found Him when I was broken. I found him when I was lost. I found him, come on, when everybody else says you're doomed. There's nothing left for you. When the religious camp says you are over, I found his mercy. I found his grace. Come on, outside the religious camp. So it was whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle that all the people rose and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. Hear me? Everybody's standing at their own tent doors and watching him. This is the most problem with the Christians. They look and see how other people experience God. No, you didn't get this. No more time waiting for the parade to come past. You have to jump into the river and be submerged under the power of God. And say, Lord, revive us again. Revive us again. The Bible says, and the Lord talked with Moses. God did not speak to him in the religious camp. He spoke to him alone. Go on. All the people saw the pillar of the cloud standing at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose and worshipped, each man in his tent door. Suddenly what Moses experienced caused the whole community to say, we have to praise God. Oh, we have to worship Him. We have to give Him the honor which is due. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. This is, this is before Jesus died on the cross. Look at me quickly. If Moses spoke to God face to face as a man, what's our excuse? After Jesus Christ brought friendship back. Hallelujah. And he would return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. He loved the presence of God so much. He said, I'm staying here. 
You can go and eat. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm hungry for God's presence. Because the Bible says, hallelujah. The Bible says those who are hungry and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. I'm talking to you about people. Moses did not have the Bible. Why did Moses preach out of? Not the Bible. We have the Bible. My God, help me in this place today. Let people see what I see. Then Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send of me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may, may, may found grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence, this is God, says, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. In other words, wherever God's presence is, there's a peace. That's the pastor's all understanding. That's why the Bible says in His presence, there's fullness of joy. At the right hand, His pleasures forevermore. So God says, when I give you my presence, I'm also giving you my rest. Why do you think Jesus says, enter into my rest? Why are so many people fight about when is the Sabbath? When is the Sabbath? Is it now a Sunday or is it now a Saturday? Let me tell you when the Sabbath is. The Sabbath is every single day. Because Jesus Christ became my peace. I'm not, in his, I'm not entering His rest on a Saturday nor on a Sunday. The Bible says where His presence goes, there will be, my God, there will be rest. There will be peace. I'm there every single day of my life. Shout yes. yes. Then He said to him, if your presence does not go with us, this is Moses. Lord, if your presence does not go with us, don't bring us up from this place. Moses understood if God's presence is not there, everything that we do means nothing. I, ha I have to get you to that place we have to understand. We understand Christianity is all about the cross of Calvary, but it's also about friendship with God, the presence of God. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except that you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. Now just check what Moses does here. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. What Moses says is, Lord, I'm not going. If your presence is not going, God says, done. My presence will go. He said, all right, Lord, I've got him. Give us favor, Lord. Wherever we go, let people see that God's hand and favor is on us. No problem, I'll do that too. But Moses knew there's another realm. Let's go. So the Lord said, uh, the Bible says, go back, please. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken we have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Listen to what Moses says next. And he said, please show me your glory. He asked God, let your presence go with me. God says, done. Let your favor go with me. Moses saw God's power. He saw God's presence. He says, that's not good enough. Now I ask you, show me your person. I'm no longer interested in the goosebumps, Lord. I'm no longer just interested in the tears. I want to see your person. I want to have a revelation of who you are. I want to see what Michael is seeing. Lord, I want to see what Gabriel is seeing, Lord. I want to see the fullness of your glory. I want, uh, come on, I'm, I'm interested in nothing else, Lord. The, the, the favor is great. The presence is great. But, Lord, I know there's more in you. There's so much more in God that the angels have to worship him 24 hours a day for all eternity, crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. 
If you have not heard this and understand this, the reason why they say holy, holy means everything that you can ascribe to God in one word, holy. The angels, the Bible says there's certain angels that will have to say holy for all eternity. This means that it will take the angels all eternity to understand the bigness, the greatness, the depths of God Almighty. Here's Moses. He says, Lord, I know there's much more in you. Now I ask you, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your person. And here is something powerful that the Lord said to him. Now, if Moses asked God in the Old Testament, this is under the law, basically, to show him his glory. And God said, all right, let me tell you something. You can't see me face to face in love because then you will die in my glory. But I'll put you in a cleft of the rock. In other words, what God actually says, now, let me explain this to you. The Bible says Jesus is called the rock of ages, right? The Bible says he's seated next to the Father, right? So the Bible says that God said to Moses, I'll put you in a cleft of the rock. And once you're in the cleft of the rock, my glory will pass by you. In other words, what God said to him, I'll show you my glory, but first I'm going to put you my son. So that when I pass by you, I don't see your sin. I don't see your iniquity. I see my son. And wherever my son is, I will reveal my glory. I will reveal my healing. Come on, this, this is why there's healing in the wings. This is why he received a name which is above every other name. You better hear me right now. In the name of Jesus, when we say Jesus, hell is shaking. Demons are trembling. Satan is running. Angels are worshiping. Saints are falling down in the presence of God. There's a name above every other name. So here God says, I will put you in the cleft of the rock. And when you're in the cleft, my glory shall pass by you. If Moses saw this, why don't we see his glory no more? Let me tell you why. There's no more hunger. There's no more demand on the glory. Moses says, I demand that glory. Lord, lest I die. Lest I die. Am I speaking to you? So I want you to hear me that prayer will always release the presence. Say with me, prayer. It releases the presence. And his presence reveals his person. And when his person is revealed, the power is released. You have to understand, people, I'm going to teach you today. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just on praise and worship quickly. I'm going to be about until 5 o'clock, so just hold on to your seats. You're going to get word this 30 days, by the way. I see I'm only here, just a blip. This is what the Bible says, that Moses says, there's no way that I'm, uh, that, Lord, I, I, I've seen your power. I, I saw what you did with Pharaoh. You know, last night I was reading the scripture. Moses said to Pharaoh, you're going to allow me to go and pray. I'm going to take my people. You know what Pharaoh said? Intercede for me too. Can you imagine this? He keeps them. <laughs> but when Moses said, I'm going to pray, he says, intercede for me too. So Pharaoh even knew that Moses' is God is powerful. Moses, I saw the power of God. Come on, I said, I saw the power of God. Lord, we saw this morning, deaf ears popping open. We've heard testimonies, Lord, of your goodness and of your greatness, Lord. That's wonderful. Oh, Lord, I'm experiencing your presence. But there's a deeper dimension. And Lord, I'm not leaving this building. They can call the cops on me. They can pull me out of the, I don't care. I'm not leaving the way that I came. I know there's a deeper dimension to you. Do you know that God will never, ever, ever stop you of access to his throne? He says, the closer you come. Last night in my prayer room as I wept before the Lord, God spoke to me as clear as day. 
You know, the quickest way to get into the glory of God, allow God to kill in your heart what's not of Him. So when, he, when, he, when that dies, bang, suddenly the presence of the Lord is there. So when we pray, too many people don't realize that when I pray, I don't, I don't pray just to ask for stuff. I pray so that His presence can be revealed. And when His presence is revealed, His person is revealed. Understand this, that in the Old Testament, we all understand the tabernacle had three di dimensions, three compartments, outer court, inner court, and holy of holies. Who knows that, by the way? All right, so in the holy of holies is where the, I call it the heart of God. When the veil was torn, did you know that when Hebrew men had a broken heart, they would take the outer garment and rip it apart, and that's a sign that their hearts are broken. When Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn from top to bottom. God the Father said, my heart is broken. But something happened when his heart was broken, his, he, we had access to his heart. Every time the, the glory of God manifests, I have access to the heart of God. The heart of God, you always find the perfect will of God. I've never found myself in the glory of God praying babblings. I've always prayed scripture. In the glory of God, you never have to beg. You receive the promises, which is yes and amen. I'm going to take you on a journey. Is that fine? Because so many people don't know. When I say to people, pray, they do this. That's not praying. That's not being bold. God knows my heart. That's the most dangerous thing ever to say. If you say God knows my heart, it's so dangerous. Because then if God really must see your heart as you see it, then he will never, uh, never be able to, to, to cover you and protect you of sicknesses and diseases. Because all our righteousness is like filthy rags in the presence of God. Hello? That's what the Bible teaches us. But we have to understand that when I pray, it's not, it is getting into that place where I meet with the person. And again, that person, I don't have to go back and get 20 A4 papers and write down a whole spiel about why I want to get into the presence of God. The Bible teaches me because of the blood of Jesus. Why did, when I say the blood of Jesus, I felt like power just... The blood of Jesus gave me access without the guilty conscience to enter the glory of God. So in the Old Testament, three compartments. You are a three-dimensional man or woman. You have a soul, you have a spirit, and you have a flesh. When God designed you, He did not design you as a fleshly being. He designed you as a spirit being. So you have a spirit to do what? To communicate with God. Please understand this. God does not speak to your flesh. Food speaks to your flesh. Sleep speaks to your flesh. Lust speaks to your flesh. That's what Paul says, by the way. It's not me, I just quote. So God gave you a spirit to commune with him. So you're a spirit being with a soul inside of a flesh. This flesh will decay. It will go back to corruption. Or the spirit man and the soul will live forever. And then God will give you a new body. Hallelujah, a new body that will never be old. No more cream peas. No more Botox in the presence of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, so, what a lot of people do is when they pray, they allow their flesh to pray. So we, what we do is, lift your hands. So the barber, it's not so great. And the more you fish, the bigger the fish comes. Because you're afraid of what? Sonny next to you is going to think. I want to ask the crazy people here in this church who start to worship like this. 
All right? So what happens is now this is how we worship God. And you're still angry because the dog barked at you. The cat swallowed the fish. Your husband did not brush the children's teeth. You come to the church and you're angry. So you give God glory like this. And the only thing is you say, Here I man from do it, Mark. I can't glue Come on, I'm, I'm speaking to your heart. Don't you sit here with your religious self and say, not in my house. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We worship God according to how we feel. We give Him an offering according to how we feel. If the pastor preached me happy, I'm giving. If the pastor offended me, my goodness. Take this, Satan. So you're angry at your husband, angry at your wife, and then you worship God like this. And the only thing on your mind is this thing next to me, Lord. You have to speak to him, Lord. I'm going to have to see the past about this one. And you want to slap your child. And that's wrong. Why? Because now we feed our flesh. And we worship God according to how we feel. And he says, these people, they worship me with their, with their mouths, but their hearts are far away from me. But Jesus says, the hour is coming where the true worshipers will arise that will worship God in spirit and in truth. This means I don't care how angry I am at myself. He remains God. I worship Him not according to how I feel. I worship Him according to who He is. Am I speaking to somebody right now? So you worship God. You pray out of emotion. So sometimes, let's keep the praise and worship side. You start to pray. And, and, and you don't, what happens is you had a bad day and you go to your prayer room and you close the door and the first thing you say is, Lord, I need help. Oh, Lord, I have a problem. It just does not stop calling me, Lord. Oh, Lord, Absol Bank, the overdraft, the credit card. Come on. Lord, did you see the car broke again? Lord, I'm gaining pounds, Lord. Oh, Lord, there's, there's, there's food crisis in my house. Lord, I don't get enough money. Help me out. Come on, don't be religious on me. How many people pray that way? Lord, if you don't, oh Lord, if you don't do something now, we're going to die. So what we do is the very first thing that you present to God in prayer is what you enthrone. You go to God, Lord, I have a problem. What God says your problem is your God. Go to your God. Go to your problem. Jesus taught us how to pray. He says when you pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Not our Father in heaven, you better help me now. Our Father in heaven, let me just tell you who you are. I call you holy. Your name is holy. You are so holy to me. You are the righteous one. Lord, come on, your throne is high and lifted up. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. I thank you that you are who your word says that you are. Oh, come on, I'm speaking to somebody right now. You are El Shaddai. Oh, my God, you are the rock of ages. You are mine. I am yours, the glory, and the lifter up my head. I thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. You are Counselor. You are the Wonderful One. Mighty is your name. Lord, oh, Lord, the mountains melt like wax in your presence, Lord. I tell you, you are Healer. You are Redeemer. You are Friend. Lord, you are mine. Oh, I give you all the glory, Lord. Right now in heaven, your angels are bowing before your throne you worship him you adore him your mind says there's a mountain you tell that mind shut up mountain let me tell you who God is he's a mountain mover he's a come on he is a oh my God he's a mountain mover he's a giant slayer he's a miracle worker 
This is why your spirit, man, needs to tell your flesh who's the boss. Your flesh says, I'm not praying tonight. And your spirit says, okay. When your flesh says, you're tired, you tell your flesh, I don't care what you feel. Right now, I'm going to worship him. I'm going to pray and give him honor which is due to him. I'm going to give you a key. If you pray like this, revival will fall in four days' time. And I'll show you a, a piece of scripture. I didn't want to do this, but I know this is what the Holy Spirit wants me to do. So if you open up your book, the Bible, the, one of the greatest books in the, wor- in, in the world, in the book of Mark, chapter 14, let me just say this again. Prayer will sustain revival. I know this woman sitting in this place. You prayed for your husband until you blew in the face. And it seems like he just does not change. Don't stop. You pray. And you pray some more. The Bible says through the life of a, a woman of God, her husband will be won over. I'm going to worship the king. He better feel. Then you go on. You pray again. And you pray some more. Until the fire falls on his head. And he says, I want what you have. Amen. Amen. Then they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. Jesus' ministry was a praying ministry. Look at me quickly before we're going to continue to read. Prayer before power. Power does not come, or prayer does not come because of power. Power comes because of prayer. You are, as, you are only as great as your prayer life. Why is that side so quiet? It feels like this is five sitting, this is doubt city. Let's just get doubt city. Ah. I love you, I love you, I love you. All right, so hear me again. You are only as powerful as your prayer life. That's it. So he says, the Bible says this, they went out to pray and then he took Peter, James and John with him and he began to be troubled and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch. He went a little bit further. He fell on the ground and he prayed that if it was possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, ever father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Then he came and found him sleeping, and he said to Peter, that's very powerful, he said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So just look at me. Jesus takes 12 of his disciples the night before they're going to crucify him, and he said to them, we're going to go and do what? We're not going to mourn. We're going to pray. Because when we pray, the atmosphere must shift. If I have three people that knows how to pray, Jesus just took three of them. All right, now I'm going to try you again. If I have three people that knows how to pray, Jesus took three of them. The scripture says he took his disciples and he sat them down to pray, right? That's what the scripture says. So he said to his disciples, sit here and pray. Then he took Peter, James, and John, and they went a little bit further. And as they went a little bit further, the Bible says, he turned to Peter, James, and John. He says, my soul is sorrowful. He did not say my flesh. He did not say I'm hungry because that's the flesh. He didn't eat, puppy. 
did not say that. He said, my soul. A place of emotion. Do you get this? Jesus knew if I stay in the place of emotion, I'm not going to the cross. So what he said was, he said, watch and pray with me. He went a little bit further. By himself. Fell on the ground. And he prayed, Father, if it be thy will, not my will, let your will be done. Got up, walked back to the soul's realm. And he said to Peter, Simon, please take note, Jesus did not call him on his new name. He calls him on his old nature. His old character. Simon, the, the, the big talker. Simon, the unbeliever. Wave at me. Not Peter, the rock. <laughs> not Peter, the one with the authority. When he found Peter sleeping, he, he said to him, Simon! In other words, he's coming back to his old nature. Why does Jesus speak to his old nature? Because when the old nature is dead. I hate it when people come to me and say, let me tell you what I've been through. Now, listen, listen, listen. If you have been through something yesterday, no problem. If you have been through something 10 years ago and you're still not over it, there's a problem. I thought that should have been dead when you were, when you were baptized. It was supposed to drown in that water. When Jesus saves you, He saves you completely. I can't where it comes. You have to. You have to. Because this is how we overcome, through the blood of the Lamb and through the word of our testimony. Do you get this? So get over it. I'm a new creation. So most people do this and never, you'll never have revival. Most people, when they come, they pray in the outer court, the place of the flesh. They worship God like this. And they think about all the problems at work. And again, they think about that husband that didn't brush the children's teeth and angry. And, and then you sit and you hear the message and something is here not right. Come on now. And then you're so angry at your husband and you're just waiting for the preacher to say something wrong. And then I'm not coming back to church. Why? Because your husband messed you up. Okay. Yo, your wife. I know. Uh, uh, dangerous territory, Tinas. Dangerous territory. You're playing with your life, sir. But in any case. So what people do is that's how they worship. Then they start to worship God in, in, in the flesh. They hear the word in the flesh. They go home. They don't know what the preacher said. There's no change in their life. Why? Because God cannot. God will not receive worship or prayer that comes from this dimension. This dimension of the flesh hates God. The Bible says there's an enemy between the flesh and the spirit. These two rage against one another. The flesh does not want to do what the spirit wants to do, and the spirit does not want to do what the flesh wants to do. Please understand this. So what people do is when they start to pray, most people pray from this dimension. I like to call it the Jimmy dimension. Gimme, gimme, my name is Jimmy. And Lord, if you don't give this to me, it doesn't work. Amen. And then tomorrow night, you're at the same place, asking for the same thing. I'm going to teach you something today. God taught me how to pray. No man. No, I had no man sitting me down and saying, let, let me teach you how to pray. I always had a father that I saw and then pray. But no man sat and said, this is the way to pray. And God told me the one day in this verse, in the scripture. He said, you want to pray effectively. You want to see the glory of God come down. This is how you pray. So I started practicing this. Not, not from yesterday, years. This is my lifestyle. All right? And when you do this, the presence of Jesus does not come over two hours. It's there immediately. I'll tell you how. So here is, you, you sit in the outer court and you ask, Lord, give me, give me, give me. This is all about me, myself, and I. Right here. 
God's power moves where the absent of man is. God moves where the absence of man is. What does this mean? This means, thank you, George. He's on the ball today. I'm almost done, all right? Bear with me. I wanted the worship to go longer today for a reason. All right, so now, when the absence of man is gone, God gets the glory. God will never share his glory with a man. Please hear me. So as long as I'm praying in the place, it's all about me, 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 me. It's about the need. It's about the need. It's not about him. Everything is about him. Can I say that again? Everything. So when Jesus told his disciples to sit, he took Peter, James, and John because he knew that they are closer. There's a, your relationship and his relationship with the Lord is not the same. It's different. Because he's still here doesn't mean God doesn't love him. But you will go from glory to glory. Help me out, somebody. So Jesus took Peter, James, and John to another dimension called the inner court. It's the place of the soul is round. This is why Jesus says, my soul is sorrowful. So what people do is here they worship God, the tears stream down their cheeks, and it's wonderful. You cry, you don't know why you cry. But it's a, it's a lack of hell. You cry so nicely. In tune, in sync. All right, in any case, so this is the soul. What people do is here they say amen and they go to bed. And tomorrow night, they cry about the same thing. Because somebody taught them to get into the Holy of Holies. You're not good enough. You haven't fasted enough. You haven't prayed enough. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. You struggle to get there because you feel unworthy. You feel, I don't have a degree. I don't read my Bible as much. I can't get there. That's a lie from the devil. What if I tell you? That when God created you, He had one thing in mind, is for you to dwell with Him every day. Every day, to dwell with Him. And please understand that you have to live right for His glory to be the Kabot glory, or the Shekinah glory. It's always, I'm not saying I'm all for holy living, trust me. But what I'm trying to say is, here people think that this is the last resort. I'm crying and then I'm done. You know, it's good to cry because the psalmist says that when I cried, you counted my tears up in a bottle the psalmist says lord i've i've cried my bed my bed is soaked under tears nothing wrong with crying but that's not where it ends when jesus died on the cross he said it is finished he tore open the veil from the outer court right into the holy of holies meaning right into the heart of god so when jesus felt that way he had an opportunity either to sit there or to go to another dimension and he broke through another dimension, and that dimension of the Holy of Holies. Please remember when Jesus here said, let thy will be done, not my will. Here, you don't pray, give me. Here, you declare the word of God. Vessel, Jesus said, let, Lord, let your will be done. If I declare the word, it is his will. So when I stand here, if it's in the Bible, I declare it. I'm not asking for it. It is written. It is is written exodus 15 26 says you are the lord who heals us the one who takes away all disease according to your word i command healing into this body right now in the name of jesus christ it is written deuteronomy 8 18 you shall remember the lord your god it is he who gives you the power to get wealth according to your word i command wealth to come in right now in the name of jesus it 
is written. I have been young. I have been old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, he's the same that's begging for bread. I'm not here begging. I'm here as a son receiving from a great father. It is there where you tell that mountain, I command you in the name of Jesus, lift up yourself, be cast into the sea. So when you're here, so what happens? Can I get you there? Here. My job here is praise, 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 praise. I invoke the presence of God. Suddenly, bang! There's a shift. You feel it. You feel Suddenly next to me is no longer there. I don't care what they think. Tears is streaming down my cheeks. What happens now? My prayer, my praise started revealing the presence. The presence causes me to weep. Hear me. The power of God will stir you. The presence of God will still you. Suddenly there's a presence. You weep. Don't stop. Breakthrough. You feel bang as you worship Him. Suddenly His presence reveals His person. Suddenly He's no longer man. Suddenly He's face down in the glory of God. And He's the only one that matters. My God, this is holy ground. Here is where you get your face down on the pavement. It's here where John says, I saw the Lord. He says, I saw the ancient of days. His hair was white as snow. I saw his eyes as a flame of fire. This is here where the scripture says, as I have said, woe is me. I've seen God. He did not say I've tasted his presence. He said, here, I'll never be the same again. I've tapped into a person. I saw his attributes. I saw his character. I've experienced him. And days where everything changes, everything changes. So what happens is, when I start to pray, when I worship God, I will put my focus on Jesus. Not on the problem. Not on what I've been going through. My job is to put my focus on Him. And the quicker I make Him great. Listen, if you have 10 minutes to pray, you have to praise and worship for 9 minutes at least. This is what the psalmist says. He says, my flesh longs for you. He says, I like what he says. He says, I almost faint for your presence. Imagine a, a guy so desperate for God's presence. He says, Lord, I'm about to faint. <laughs> I'm about to faint. If I can't get there, I'm fainting, Lord. I'm so desperate to get here. And this is here, right here, where the atmosphere is completely open. Here, right now, listen to me. The devil cannot get to the Holy of Holies. The Holy of Holies is not created for Satan. It was until he fell because of pride. We have access to the Holy of Holies right now. You stand not before a, a judge that cannot stand you. You stand in front of a judge who chose you over his own begotten son. You stand before a judge that's so ready to pour out his love upon your life. That's what people need to understand. I have access there right now. And, and when you know how to pray, you will stir up a revival. Men, listen to me, men of the house, you start to teach your children how to pray. Let them hear daddy's praying. Let them walk in the house and, and say, this is revival. There's something happening in this place. The Bible says men ought to pray everywhere. Everywhere. And you know what's lovely? When you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, and we're going to get to there on another day, 
But when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, you speak in tongues. Sometimes you don't know how to say this in your language. This is why you start to pray in the Spirit. You start to, and He prays right through you. The perfect will of the Father. Two things happen. They praise God. They made sound. They make music. They forget about people around them that was there in one mind. Are you, th- are you with me? And bang, the presence of God showed up. They know how to pray. Prayer will sustain. So what you have to do is, I'm going to stop here, otherwise we're not going to stop today. What you have to do is, you have to pray, but understand your authority. Understand that I'm not just anybody. I'm a son. When I ask God, I ask God as a child that I receive as a son. You have that childlike faith, but you receive as a son. How many of you need God to touch you right now? Maybe not, you're not even sick. You just need the power of God. Over this 30 days, this stuff is going to happen that the Lord showed me already. A lot of people will receive importation. You, ha- you have to hear me. I know this for a fact. Those who hear every night, you'll never be the same again. You'll be a burning fire that will walk. What you sit under, you become. And I promise you this. I, I asked God, I said, Lord, it's time that what's on my life fall on the faithful. Because our mandate is 700 million souls. We can't do this by ourselves. We need people to go into all the world and shake the foundation of this world. Many miracles will happen in physical bodies, finances, marriages, families. Drug addicts will be saved by the power of God. The time will come where they will beg us, stop the services. Trust me, I say this. We'll say, just stop. But we won't stop until God says He's done. I want you to do me a quick favor. I want you to stand to your feet. Lift your hands quickly. Close your eyes. As every eyes closed, every hand lifted. Two nights ago, I couldn't sleep. I was tossing and turning the whole night. At 1.30 in the morning, I got up. I said, okay, Lord, I won't fight it anymore. I know you want to speak to me. One thirty in the morning, I got up. I went downstairs. I spent time with him. I wept for a whole hour. He revealed his glory to me for a whole hour. 2.30, I got back to bed. I said, Lord, thank you for reminding me about our relationship. And I slept. I believe today, here, the Lord is banging on people's hearts. He desires for you. So as you start to heal, forget about everybody, quickly. Forget your troubles. Tell him how beautiful he is to you. Tell him how mighty he is. Tell him what his word means to you. Put your focus back to him. When your mind starts to wonder, Simon, put it back. Put it back to him. Put it back on Jesus. Now hear me quickly. In the next two minutes, the fire of God will start to fall on the hungry hearts here right now. Lift those hands and start to pray. I want you to pray in the spirit. Pray in your own language. Don't stop. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Something is going to break open. Bible will never come unless we pray. Unless we're desperate for God. 
touch your people, I pray. One more minute, one more minute. Pray, pray, pray. The hungry hearts, fill the hungry hearts. You promise in your word, in the last days you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Upon all flesh. Come on, cry out to him. Cry out to a living God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God is power. Jesus, Every sickness and disease. There's a woman here. There's a cyst in your body. A cyst. A growth. On one of your organs. Run to the front quickly. Don't be shy. The Lord wants to heal you now. Quickly, 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 come. The power of God is here. I see a cyst on your, one of your organs. One of your organs. Give me your hands. Father, I command that cyst be removed in the name of Jesus right now. Right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God flow through. But right now, Jesus, you will never be the same again. Come on. Pray, 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 pray. Just a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Oh, Ramashandach, Nintelimen. I see a bladder issue, a bladder problem. Quickly come. God is going to heal a person of ovary cancer. Give me your hands. I command. For create a miracle now in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm asking you for nothing else but creative miracles in bladders right now. Yeah, creative miracles in this bladder. Do it now. That's the power of God. God don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Glory of God's all over you, woman. Take it. It's the power of God. Fortunate, come here. Get fortunate here. Get her here quickly. Come on, church, pray. Continue to pray. God is not done in this place. Let's go into strings, George. Can we go into strings? Get us, get us there. Give me your hand. Pick up. She said this morning, I heard you say to the Lord, show me your glory. You asked. You asked. My God is Baba. A fresh fire, Lord, in the name of Jesus. 
Come on, this is holy ground. Lift those hands. Jesus, I give you praise. Front row, get ready. I'm going to pray for, I want to pray for the whole front row. Jesus, I give you all the glory. Oh, there's power. There's a power here. There's power here. The whole front row, the fire of God upon them. Let your glory touch them. Sweet Jesus. Oh, there's power here. Jesus, thank you. Oh, there's power here. My God, is power here. Oh, Kira Masilo Modi. Oh, Irvin, come. You, you, you need it. Lord, I ask you, fire upon them. Fire upon them, Lord. When I touched your hand, I heard God says, I'm giving you a deal. A deal you've never seen in your business. I'm causing you favor in this hour. And if you walk in my statues, I will not remove the favor from your life. Lord, I ask you, in the name of Jesus, according to your word, whatever I ask in that name, it shall be done. I ask you, Monday morning, that deal shall start to roll in. You speak to the people that needs to be spoken to. The favor of God is released. I ask you, Lord, from this day that His face will shine with the glory of God. My God is power. Oh, I give you all the glory. That your people... That's your people. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise, Jesus. Jesus, give me your hand. Oh, the power of God. See you on display. Oh. Where's Boston? Boston, come here. Francois, come here. Come here, brother. Not without the power. Not without the power. Oh, not without the power. Not without the power. There it goes. Lift your hands and five God's on you, sir. Maromo Shekhandi from his head to the soles of his feet. From his head to the soles of his feet. Ha! You ask him, you ask him, you ask the Lord. He's touching you. The fire of God all over you. Not without the power, I ask you, Lord. Not without the power. They will not walk without your power. Wave of the wave of the wave of the wave of the glory of God. God is doing something in your body. The power of God is all over you. I'm going to come back to it now. Because the Lord is busy touching and let no man get the glory. Whew. New glory, new fire, new zeal. Oh, this generation will see your glory now. 
This generation shall see your glory, Lord. They will see you. They will know you. In the name of Jesus, do it today, Lord. Do it today, Lord. Moramaso. Fire. In the name of Jesus. Maroboboski. Tienda maso. Fresh fire upon your people. The glory of the Lord. This is dangerous territory. This is holy ground. Roberta, come here. The glory of God is on you. God is touching that woman in a powerful way. Mm. Just lift your hands. He's all over you. God, I thank you. A fresh encounter. Let the, oh, let the wells open up. In the name of Jesus. Ask and you shall receive, God says. Seek and you shall find. Knock, it shall be opened for you. There will be nothing too hard for God. Now, Lord, as you touch, I thank you. It's done. It's done. Don't stop praying, church, please. People in the back, make an open invitation. You say, Vesel, pray for me now. Come. And ushers, help me. Let's just get it not to cramp in front. But come, there's a fire of God burning here. Not without the fire. Not without the power. Not without the fire of God. You. There's power on this woman. My God. Sure. You are trusting God for something in your physical body. What do you want God to do for you? What do you want God to do for you? Tell me. You dug that up. I want to do something. Can I? Will you allow me to? Lift your hands. There we go. That's the power of God. You are healed, woman. My God. Listen. Don't do that without the Holy Spirit instructing you to do that. You are healed. You are healed. Yes, Lord. Listen to me. God is touching your children. God is touching your family. You're not just coming here for your own physical body. By the time you get home, the situation that you face in your family will turn around. I don't know you. I see a daughter and a mother coming back together and hearts being mended once again. I see a daughter that the Lord is touching. Oh, you will never be the same again. The way you entered is not the way you go. I seal it up in Jesus' name. You are healed. You are healed by the power of God. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo, from the innermost being, a river. Tinas. Lift your hands when you come to the front. This is holy ground.
Dacelor. Eye has not seen. He has not heard nor has entered into man's heart the things that God has prepared for those who love him. God has given you the victory. Take this broken heart. Take this broken heart. Bring forth the healing power of Jesus, I pray. Lord, you mark supernaturally by the power of God. Speak to that foot. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Speak to me, Lord, I pray. I want to ask you to do something crazy. Open your mouth. Just open your mouth. I see that what says, open your mouth. Today, he's filling your tongue with fire. In the name of Jesus. There's a person who was born 1964. The 10th month, the 7th day. Run. I see it's clear. The Spirit of God shows me this clearly. 1964, the 10th month, the 7th day. That's power. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Lord, I give you praise. I give you praise. Come on, God calls you out. What are you trusting God for? There's something specific you're trusting God for? Something specific. Give me your hands. Lord, let this river flow. Let a hunger come like never before I pray in the name of Jesus. Touch them. Touch them, Lord. Again, 1964, 10th month, the 7th day. That's your date of your birth. I have a word for you. Give me your hand. Let them serve you, Lord, in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Touch them. Touch them. Ah. Touch them, I pray, Lord. Come, the spirit of God is speaking. Glory to your name, Lord. It's not over until God says it's over. Thank you for new strength and new power. You are so tired. In the Afrikaans we say, my, my moog is moog. I don't know you, but I heard in my heart, in my spirit. It's a man that's working hard. It's carrying so much stuff. Today God is going to take the weight from your shoulders. My God. You're special to the Lord. So, so special. Lord, I'm asking you as I touch him, let it be a divine exchange. Let this weight on his shoulders be broken by the power and the anointing of God. In the name of Jesus. Behold, for seven fat years, the seven thin years is past, but behold, the seven fat years is coming. And it manifests right now, this very second, in the name of Jesus. 
my God. Not without the power. Is it a Touch your people. Touch your people, Lord. This is our first day. I don't want to see 30 days from now. Don't worry about yesterday. Jesus. Don't worry about yesterday. Yes. You're going to feel a hand. It's not my hand. This hand will be much larger than my hand. And it will burn a fire on your chest. Now I'll do it in Jesus' name. Woo! <laughs> Listen, don't worry about yesterday. He's making all things new. All things new. And you have not failed. You have not failed. stronghold that opposes this woman I take authority over it I break it in the name of Jesus it was for freedom that we've been set free I command freedom in this woman now every bondage broken broken, put your hand on your stomach for me life no more just existing joy unspeakable and full of glory joy unspeakable and full of glory the person you have no right over her no more you have no authority over this woman no more let her go I command you in the name of Jesus new joy new joy new joy new joy new joy I pray don't allow people to hurt your heart don't allow your heart to be bruised Stay close to the one who's the healer of all hearts. Again, I say to you, don't allow people to hurt your heart. That, that heart belongs to the Lord. Jesus, I give you praise. We're almost through, people. Almost through. Thank you, Jesus. Touch him, I pray, from his head to the soles of his feet. Let him experience your love like never before. Let him experience the blood of Christ that spoke for him. I ask him today, Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you that everything will be turned around. Bring forth a breakthrough like never before. In the name of Jesus. An expectation in the Spirit. An expectation in the Spirit. Lift your hands high to him. He's touching you now. Oh. It's incredible, the power of God. Do it now, Lord. Do it now. Do it now, I pray. Heal this body. From the head to the soles of the feet. What do you want God to do for you today? 
Stretch out your hands towards you. You're at the right place at the right time. Lord, I ask you from ahead to the soles of the feet. Lay your hands on it, I pray. Come on, that body of yours be healed in the name of Jesus. Nerves come in alignment with the word of God. I curse you with diabetes in the name of Jesus. <laughs> There's the hand of God. Woo! Soos jou knie beweeg en die kracht nie dat die gaan. Move your knees, do this. Lig die knie op, kom. Kom, do it. As you do it, the power of God is going through you. Come on, higher, lift, lift it high in faith. Come on, in faith, we work that miracle. We work that miracle. No more pain, Lord. Wat voel jy, wat voel jy? Toetsom. Het jy nog een pijn op die oomblik? Kijk gewoon vir my, waar was die pijn? Niks pijn. Sê, dit is glorious. This is glorious. I give you all the glory. All the praise. No more sugar diabetes. What are you trusting God to do for you? What's wrong? Okay. You believe Jesus can heal you? What is vertigo? Ah, seasickness. Okay. You believe Jesus can heal you? You do? Lift your hands. Jesus, I give you praise. Come on, church of God. I give you all the glory. My goodness, that's the healing. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> New intestines. I speak the word of God. I cancel this negative doctor's report. I command life into this body in Jesus' name. When I touch you, I felt the healing power of God. I give you all the praise, Jesus. You take your healing by, by faith. Oh, the glory of God is all of you. Do it one more time. Touch it one more time, my pray, Jesus. Oh. No more. No more. No more. No more. Vertigo is packing its bags. No more. We curse it in Jesus' name. Okay, what can you need to know? Is it pain? Okay. Let him go. Probeer arm go. Probeer him. Glory, come on. Come on, shout hallelujah. You can't just sit here, the power of God. Touch. Johan, waar is die, waar is al man? Waar is die vrouw so man? Kom hier. Do something new for this family, I pray. Just a glimpse of your presence. Touch him, I pray, Lord. For a hunger. Jesus will cry, Mensa. Come here. What are you trusting God to do for you? You need polyfiller. 
When I touch your hand, I heard God say, do this, do that, as hard as you can. Jesus. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Assist on the right side. Give me your hands. What's the name? Lord, I command Caitlin to be healed from head to soles of her feet. Sis, disappear now in the name of Jesus. I thank you. It dissolves as you speak in Jesus' name. Yes. Okay. Okay. Can I command to be marked? I give you praise, Lord. Touch that stomach. Can we give Jesus a great hand of praise? Thank you, Lord, for them. Put your hand upon their lives. Let them never be the same again. Touch them, I pray, right now. Do a new thing for them in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you as, as they stand in the agreement that every need shall be met. Every need shall be met for your glory. I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah. Give Jesus one more hand. Yes. Okay. Okay. I curse it in Jesus' name. I commanded body come in alignment with the word of God. No more. I feel a healing power. My goodness. That's this woman. She'll never be the same again. Hallelujah. One more hand for Jesus. One more hand for Jesus. Yeah. The word says you give seed to the sower. I thank you, Lord, and bread to the eater. Supply every need, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. One more hand for Jesus, please. I know today, uh, normally on a Sunday we end at 12, but I wanted to praise and worship the God a little bit longer to create a platform for the Lord to dwell. And let me just say this. This is what you've seen at the end. The atmosphere has been created for the Lord. He moved in power. I want you to hear me. If, if I take my fist and I put it on somebody like this, I'll never do it unless the Holy Spirit tells me to do it. All right? Never in my life. I've stood in front of people. I've done crazier stuff than that. I've plucked off cancer from people's faces. I put my finger in somebody's ear, pulled it out, the ear opened up. I just do what God tells me to do. So, who felt God moved in this place today? He's all glorious, all powerful. Did you enjoy the word? Tomorrow night, I almost said see you Sunday. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night. More fire, Jesus. I don't say this lightly. I've, I've traveled to more than 60 nations of the world. You, never, you hardly find people like that. So hungry for God. So if we can learn anything, let's take an old exam. Be hungry for God. We're going to take up an offering for the work of God at the moment. I don't know what to say. I just feel the power. Uncle Denzel, after this 30 days, I'll never be the same again. I know it. Amen.
ever be the same again. So we're going to take up an offering for the work of God. We're going to come to school back to the front and serve people.